Hey everybody, I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found. Hey, hey, welcome back to Action Action. I'm James, and this is Dustin. Hey. And we are the only podcast, don't look it up, the only podcast that watches all the action movies, and we put them on a list, which is at 250-ish so far. Um, And you know what? We're also part of the BFOP network, so uh, you should check out their other shows, such as Comics Underground, Return Revenge Resurrection, People Don't Forget, Cartwright, Throwback Trivia Takedown, uh, Talking Back, Podcasting After Dark. Turns uh, out there's a lot of shows going on. Uh, uh, yeah, I got to check out that comic book one. And then Blast from Our Past, if they're still around, which I think they are. Uh, I don't know. I think they retired. Uh, maybe. I'm confused. But you should check them out. And uh, yeah, so this week we got a double feature. We got Tiger Cage 1 and 2. Pa-pow! Pa-pow! <laughs> double the fun. Uh, but before we get to that, why don't we do a little Seek and Destroy. Dustin, right, you right. want Dustin, you want to take this one? Uh, I've only got a few things because okay. we we're, we're, you know, a little behind the scenes here. We're recording twice in one week here. And so uh, I used most of my stuff up for the last episode. But uh, yeah, there's a few I can mention here. I, I watched that uh, that new Kenneth Branagh, uh, Agatha Christie flick, uh, uh, A Haunting in Venice. Oh, yeah. It's the third one now. Right. Um, and actually, I think I like this one the most out of all these. I've seen each one. Uh, I've been a little iffy on them like they're okay they're they're you know they're either very watchable they're pretty people with pretty locations and stuff but mm-hmm. uh i'm not sold on bronica as the poirot character just because i'm used to the the bbc version who looks and acts exactly like he does in the books uh but this one uh, kind of worked for me maybe because it's even more of a departure um it's like it combines two different Agatha Christie books together to make one story here. Um, and so because of that, it almost worked better for me because it was like, okay, they're not even like trying to do an exact adaptation here of one of these books. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of amalgamating these ones. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun movie. It's a little bit more spooky, uh, kind of a, is there really ghosts here or not in this kind of, this building that they're hanging out in. Right. Uh, bringing Poirot to kind of disprove this psychic and and all this kind of stuff. That sounds like fun. Is it supernatural? Is there something else going on? What's happening? And, you know, and of course people get murdered and stuff, and he's got to figure it out. But yeah, I had fun with that. Uh, easily my favorite of those three that they've done so far. Nice. Um, it's kind of like Sherlock Holmes. You know the movies with uh, <laughs> what's his name? Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Those uh, I kind of like those. I mean, they're fun. They're, they're, they're nothing. Just, they're nothing like the actual stories. No, but. I understand that, and they're like 
They're like Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. applied to Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And to me, they're just the kind of fun, mindless movies. Right. Adventure. Yeah. Romps kind of thing. Uh, are they doing another one of those? There's a talk I, for There a was talk time. that they were going to do another one, but I, I haven't, pff, I haven't I heard anything idea. in a while. Uh, I watched Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Okay. Um, you know, we lost Paul Rubens last year. Passed away. Pee-wee was a big deal for me as a kid. I used to watch his show every uh, Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Pee-wee's Playhouse. Loved that. Um, never seen the show. Never seen it? It's just wacky, man. No. It's just pure 80s insanity. Hmm. Um, have you seen the movie, Pee-wee's Big Adventure? No. Tim Burton's first full-length uh, movie that he directed. Really? Yeah. I fucking love this movie. It holds up. I watch it every handful of years or so. Mm-hmm. And with him having just passed away recently, I was like, I got to go back and watch it again. And it's fucking hilarious, man. Like, it's got a really funny shit in it. I mean, a part of that is you've got to kind of, if you don't like the Pee Wee th- character at all, you're not going to probably enjoy it. But there's just, just such dumb humor in it. It's got Burton's, like, weird stuff, but this is before he, like, went way over the top and got really gothy with it, all of it and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's got lots of weird visuals and items and stuff like that. And, you know, but yeah, uh, I don't know. It's just a fun movie. It's so dumb. <laughs> the part they get to the end and then like they end up making a, a movie about the adventure that Pee Wee had gone on. So like there's like they get um, uh, James Brolin to play Pee Wee. <laughs> so it's like this like sexy debonair man but he's wearing like the peewee herman suit right (laughs) Right. it's just funny stupid shit like that uh yeah no i'd recommend you check that movie out at some point it's it's a ton of fun now do you have to watch the show or no 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 okay not at all um and in fact i think the movie preceded the show i can't remember don't don't hold me to that but i think the movie came out before there even was a regular show because this was like a character he had developed uh as part of like a comedy group like Mm -hmm. a groundlings type thing Mm mm-hmm and so, you know, he would perform this live as this character and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I'll mention, I watched your favorite, James, and I'm just getting started here. Uh, every winter, or almost every winter anyway, mm-hmm. I watched the Lord of the Rings extended editions trilogy. <laughs> I watched the first one. Yeah. Uh, for the upteenth time. <laughs> You're like, yeah. So. <laughs> like, no. Hey, you just better be thankful I don't make you do it on the show sometime. Right. Well. You know, this week, so I, I've been off work this week, so, you know, I'm just trying to, like, figure out what to do, and, you know, even, like, during, like, the week between Christmas and New Year's, it's kind of like... So the, I, the, the dead zone? I was, like, searching for something to watch, and I get why people watch something like Lord of the Rings. One, it kills, like, ten hours. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. To um, it's just a it's a journey adventure movie. So yeah, it, it's a big quest. Yeah, it's a big quest. Which, oddly enough, that was something I was searching for in between that time because it's just like I want a good like, oh, you know, quest movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, didn't watch it, <laughs> but I un- I can under start to understand now. I mean, why? Yeah, I mean, part of it for me is like. I'm a fantasy nerd from way you're back. you're a loser? I mean, we're sitting in my house and there's, to our right is a shelf, or my right is, is a shelf full of nerdy fantasy books. Ugh. <laughs> um, and winter, for some reason, is like the, the time when I get really in the mood for that kind of story. And I'm not disgusted by the fantasy, I'm disgusted by the books. <laughs> right. <laughs> Reading. Reading. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> that, loser. That bullshit. 
But anyway, yeah. So I'm going to definitely be watching the, the second and third in the next week or so. I mean, how many... You watched the extended? Extended. You, okay, oh, it's so, a sin. It's a sin to watch the non-extended. <laughs> okay. I don't even... I can't even tell you that... I think the last time I saw the non-extended was in the movie theater. Okay, so how much is added on to the extended oh uh, like maybe half an hour each movie something like that and you, it really brings the story home well it's the, they're huge sprawling stories right so there's a lot of detail that still aren't in the movies um and it just makes it all more filled in as even in the first movie the, the stuff that's in there i'm like how would they how did they take this out of there you need this right <laughs> gotta have it and how long is the extended uh first one's three about three and a half hours fuck me yeah, James. I got to tell you, during the final battle sequence in that first movie, uh-huh. still get goosebumps. Really, the score, holy shit, comes up. Legolas is just taking down orcs with so many arrows. Oh my god. Okay. I mean, I, I can't even tell you what happens <laughs> in them, um, but cool. <laughs> that didn't sound condescending at all. <laughs> no, no. I'm glad you found something to spend your time with. <laughs> What did you watch? <laughs> like you, I this is a quick turnaround because we also recorded another episode this week. So uh, didn't get up to much, but I actually been watching uh, a series with my kids. Um, we started the 2017, a series of unfortunate events. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize there was three seasons. Of oh, this. I didn't even know there was a show. I remember the Jim Carrey movie. Yeah, so this one's with Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that now. Right. So I like it visually. I like it. The story, it's entertaining. My kids really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, my oldest even is like, you know, whoever plays Olaf is like amazing actor. Is that Patrick? Uh, yeah. 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 Doogie? Yeah. So impressive fun it you know there's lots of humor in it as well i think we're like four or five episodes in um so we're we're enjoying that oh yeah and so you got a lot to you got a lot to watch a lot to go i'm kind of like thinking maybe they can just continue on watching it like they don't have to wait for us because we've been watching it together right right which can kind of get a little hard to get the time for everyone to yeah yeah um but there's another show, actually, we just kind of started yesterday. Um, it's a show that actually John recommended because he's watching it with his kids, uh, which is Percy Jackson. Oh, yeah. And the Olympians. Another series of kids books. Yeah. So so it's another TV series. It's on, I think it's on Disney. And uh, I think there's only four episodes out right now. Okay, just started. So it just started. So... Uh, I kind of said, you know, like, why don't we start this one? Because then, you know, it comes one episode every week. So then we can be caught up with that and then fill in the gaps with right, right. with the other show. Yeah, I think they did a movie of that one, too. Like they in the did 2000s do a movie. at some point. Right? Yeah. It was when, you know, after Harry Potter, they were always like they were trying to find the next. What was the other kid? You know, what's another popular kids kind of fantasy type thing that we can turn into a, yeah. uh, a franchise oh, or whatever? You're not asking me because I don't know any. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> and they did that. They had, they had Percy Jackson, and there was a series of unfortunate events. Maybe, yeah. And I think uh, was the other one, Spider Wick Chronicles. You know, there's oh, all these right. kind of. Yep. So we'll see how this one goes. We watched one episode yesterday. So nice. Um, so far, so good. It's kind of an adventure 
movie, right? Yeah. So, or show. Um, and that's about it. All right. Well, so let's get into the meat. So why don't we get into uh, 1988 and 1990s Tiger Cage 1 and Tiger Cage 2. Holy shit. Let's uh, maybe forego the trailer as there probably <laughs> is no trailer. Let's throw a little, uh, little Tim in here for me. <laughs> So I don't know how you want to tackle this because we're tackling two movies. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should try. We'll try our best to take on each at a time, like start with the first one. And all right, it's going to be, you know, I think some of the in our brains, some of it will bleed together a little bit. But yeah. Okay. So Tiger Cage. So this is 1988. A team of cops get brutally exposed to violence after raiding a drug operation and discovering a link between few members of the police force and an American crime syndicate dealing with drug trafficking. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, so this has, you know, kind of the usual suspects, I would think, with... Uh, yeah, I mean, we've cause some of these actors are in other movies we've done, for sure. Jackie Chung and uh, Simon Yam. Donnie Yen, of course, is in this, although he's a side character in this one. Yeah, which I was surprised. I thought he was like the the lead in this, but well, he's like the, the lead in the second one, which we we'll get yeah. to. But yeah, he's more of a yeah, just a, a, a supporting character in so this one. So young, so young, such a baby face. Here. Oh yeah, totally. Um, but man, this movie has a great fucking opening. Uh, you, you we get the drug deal going down. Um, you know they're testing the drugs. They get the put the little liquid in there yeah. to turn the right color, all that shit. Uh, and then the cops show up. It's like a raid. Uh, turns out the one guy trying to buy the drugs is one of the cops. And yeah, just like crazy shootout and like foot chase uh, that breaks out here. The, uh, the thing I love about uh, Hong Kong action movies is they fucking go all out. Yeah. And I think it's this one, not the second one. Uh, even though there's a little bit in the second one, but this one especially, they love putting people through glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like every chance they get, there was somebody going through like a glass windshield, a window, like yeah. There's in there's a house, even uh, something. We get a drop kick through a windshield at one point into a guy driving a car. Um, yeah, and this. This stuff is really fun at the start. It's pretty, this one's pretty violent. I did think the first one was more violent than the second one. Um, we get a lot of nice squibs here. Guys getting blown away. Um, just the, the, the foot chase is really fun because they like, they got the guys diving from the one roof over to like the platform where the train, I think, station is or whatever. And they're trying to like yep. jump across and they're all like shooting at each other and ducking behind shit. And you're getting a lot of that classic. Hong Kong action feel here for sure. Definitely. Uh, the ricochets and whatnot and everything. Um, the one drug dealer guy with the mustache that they're chasing here at the beginning, he seems like he's going to be like the main bad guy. But as the story develops, things go in some, some different directions because at the, at the beginning, that's who they're chasing. That's who the focus is on. Um, he keeps, he shoots several of the cops during this getaway. And then, 
at the end, they finally kind of think that they shot him and got him, and he like falls and he bounces off oh, that fucking roof, of that thing. And I into actually the water. Re- I rewound that. It looks so good because you get the sound too, the doom, doom. Yeah, the doink. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, that looked great. I'm not even. I don't think that was a dummy. I think that was a stunt guy, wasn't it? Oh, it was a stunt guy. Because some there is a couple scenes where you see somebody drop, and it's like it's obviously a. Dummy. They kind of like float. The yeah, dummy the floats, floats down a little bit, drifts <laughs> down. Um, like a leaf. <laughs> uh, this one is like, this guy, it looked pretty real. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a dude. Uh, and he, he, he takes a header in the water. He gets away, uh, they're after him, but he comes back. The one guy is retiring. He's getting married to this woman cop. Yep. And he shows up to get revenge. Cause that was the guy that was in charge of this raid. And he blasts him with that shotgun and it's pretty fucking gory. You're getting a nice, yeah, it's pretty gory. Nice big uh, blood spray there from that. The wife is running out in her wedding dress in, the in wedding slow dress. motion, of course, and all that. Um, and so we're like, wow, okay, this guy's our fucking bad guy in this. And then we get we start to get into some other stuff where, oh, one of these cops might be dirty. One of the cops that's part of this squad of guys, you know, along with Jackie Chung and, and Donnie Yen and, this, and Carol Chang here. Yeah. They're kind of our three mains. Um, and then, you know, they're reporting to their boss, Simon Yam, who's Inspector Michael Wong. And Simon Yam just is cool. He just looks fucking cool. And, of course, we've seen him in a few movies now. Full Contact, he was the villain. Yeah. Um, and he was one of the, he was like the cool guy that helped them out and bullet in the head and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've had him on here a few times now. He's always fun. Um He's their boss, and then, like, you know, he's trying to tell them, like, oh, like, he lets Carol back on the case, even though her fiancé was just murdered and stuff, and you're like, okay, weird. And then, um, you know, Jackie Chung ends up getting some videotape of this guy, Cookie. Yeah, Cookie. Yeah, like, doing, dropping off drugs for these bad guys. Yeah. And so he tells his boss, oh, yeah, we've got this footage, and he's like, don't show it to anyone, bring it to me. We don't want to start some kind of scandal, whatever. Um, and then before he can do that, Donnie Yen like is in his car and like sees the video and he watches it. And then he knows too. And he's got to convince him like, don't, don't say anything. Like keep, be chill. Cause they're like, Oh, you're such a hothead. Donnie Yen's character is supposed to be like impulsive or something. Well, the funny thing is, is like, and maybe it's, I don't know, like these, Hong Kong movies are kind of weird when it comes to relationship stuff. So like Donnie Yen's like, oh, you got to go see your girl here. I got flowers and chocolates and all these things for your girl. Yeah. yeah. Like what are buddies for? But to help you out. <laughs> but with, to pick up the flowers for your to girlfriend. Pick up you. everything. Remind you that it's her yeah. birthday and bring you to her. Make sure you don't fuck this up, bud. Um, Which is funny, which I, I guess is a way to get him to then be in the car with the camera. That'd so. be so weird if I showed up and I was like, James, <laughs> I got some flowers for you to give to Janine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to fuck this up, man. Good. You got a good thing going here. <laughs> it would be odd. I mean, I'd be like, you're a hell of a friend, but it's I'm, kind of... Hey, thanks. I think. Thanks? Like, what's happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it, it's just kind of funny. But yeah, so he, he sees on the the video camera this tape that he got of cookie doing this drug deal 
and he's like pissed. He's ready to go. Yeah, he wants to go bust Cookie right now because Cookie is his partner within yeah. the within the squad. Yeah. And uh, Jackie's like, oh, I didn't show it to you because I didn't know if you were, maybe you were dirty too. You're his partner. Like, and he's like so pissed. He's like, what? You think I'm dirty too? Blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and then camera with Jackie's off doing something else. And Donnie ends up going to like follow Cookie. And he, again, he tapes him. He's with these two like heavies. There's like this black guy and this other dude. Which are, these guys are awesome. Yeah. Um, and of course, Donnie Yen can't like, he has no chill. So he confronts them, confronts Cookie. Yeah, this is on the dock. He's trying to like bust the them beach. all, all three yeah. of them by himself. Yeah, they're on that dock. And he's getting them, to, he's like, oh, handcuff them to that car hood because there's like these little things or whatever. And uh, yeah. And then he's confronting Cookie. I'm telling him, no, man, I can't let you go. I have to arrest you. But he calls his superior first. Yeah, he's like, I've got them here. And you know, I'm going to bust them, them. Saw them do this. Um, and he gets in the, the, the black guy busts off of the car, which is pretty cool. And then they have a pretty sweet uh, hand-to-hand fight there. Yeah, on the sand. Yeah, so Donnie Yen does get to show off some of his stuff here, even though he's not our our main character. He gets to... He gets to have some action moments. It's a nice sequence. And then the other guy busts off off the vehicle. And then he has like part of the vehicle that extends, but has like a spear point. Yeah. And they do this, this cool thing where he like goes to stab him, but it just misses, but goes through through the shirt. shirt Yeah. yeah. In front of. I feel like I've seen this in a Jackie Chan movie at some point. I mean, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. And, uh, and then, so his, in, his the inspector or his, like his boss shows up and he's like, "Look, see, I got Cookie. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I caught him red-handed." And he's like, "Okay, well, put the handcuffs on him." Mm-hmm. And this is where you get the ultimate betrayal. <laughs> you get a sweet like the his boss, his superior, shoots him in the head. Yeah, shoots him in the back of the head and like. And then he turns around. A bunch of blood goes onto Cookie's face. Yeah, he turns around and like starts walking back towards him. It was actually pretty gross. Like yeah, it was awesome. You see the the blood leaking down the front. Um, yeah, it was it. cool. It was it, good. It was cool. But I was like, oh, this is actually pretty brutal. Um, and Donnie like, Yen's such a badass. Yeah, he's like, I'm still gonna fight you, even though you just blew my brain out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then they just shoot him down. Oh, and of course, we didn't even mention Donnie Yen, John Wick Chapter 4 that we covered last year. He's the blind the blind guy. Yeah. But yeah, he's so great. Uh, always a pleasure to watch a movie with him. But here he's taken away from us pretty early on, or at least halfway through or so. That's why I was surprised to see him in the second one. Yeah, because it's not the same characters. <laughs> right. second movie has like nothing to do with this first movie. This is what I love about <laughs> Hong Kong movies. It's... Like we got the name recognition with yeah, right. the title. People will come see this. We'll just do another type of cop, yeah. whatever crime action film, and it doesn't matter. It's not not about continuation that of that story. <laughs> but um, so now we know Simon Yam is bad. He's he's so good at being a bad guy. He's so good. <laughs> he's just like, oh, you scumbag. <laughs> um, and of course, Carol is trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Jackie is okay. He's accusing Cookie. He's got the video. He brings the video into the office. Um, they swap it like Michael swaps it when he's not looking and tells her to go put it in evidence or whatever. Yeah. And he's accusing Cookie. They're like, let's look in his locker, blah, blah, all this stuff. And like, you've got no evidence, man. And of course, they open his locker and there's no drugs there, even though he had seen 
him put the heroin in there before. Obviously, they moved it. Yeah. And now it's in his locker, and he's he's being accused. Yeah. Meanwhile, he made a copy, which is at his girlfriend's. Right, at his girlfriend's house. Um, <laughs> the girlfriend that gets really mad at him when he... Because he has to take off because there's a crime at one point. There's not a whole lot there with that relationship, which is fine. I don't need that in this. In this no, comedy. you do get this weird where he like ties himself up in a bow and tries to be cute. Right. We got to have some nice moments, which we'll see in a f- bit of a flashback <laughs> later. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot there, but whatever. It's fine. And so now Carol thinks he's in on it. Carol Cheng's character. Mm hmm. Sorry, what is her name in the movie? Shirley. She thinks he's in on it, and she's, like, uh, interrogating him, and he's, like, being super sarcastic with her. And yeah. Stuff. <laughs> and he's like, I did it. I did it. I confess. Fine, I did it. I confess. Yeah, it was me. Write it down. And she's like, damn it. <laughs> Don't give me that. Um, they send... Cookie goes over to get the videotape, and she, like, sees him through the door, the, the spy hole, and she, like, takes off, and, like, she hides the tape. Yeah, no, she um, hides on the balcony. That's right, yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, there's nothing here, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then, of course, later they send over that dude, that same dude, to kill her, the black guy from the fight on the dock. Yeah, well, what what happens is the inspector... Who's the inspector? Is that Simon Yang? Yeah. Okay. Michael Wong, his, his name is in this movie. Um, so, Michael Wong, and then who's the, like, her boyfriend? Um... Which one? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, Amy is the girlfriend of Jackie Chung's character. Okay. Yeah. Simon Yam and Jackie Chung go over. Yeah. Right. They're right? like going to get the video. Because he's like, well, did you make a copy? Yeah. It's at her house, uh, Amy's house. He's like, okay, I'll take you out of custody. We'll yeah. go over there. We'll get the tape. Because I'm he's on your like side. He's the good guy. Yeah. Because right? yeah. I'm on your side and I want to bust these, you know, corrupt cops. And then. Of course, uh, he, uh, she opens the door and then she's like, I need to tell you like what I saw. And then all of a sudden Simon Yang like pops out from around the corner and she's like, Oh no, never mind. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing. I didn't see anything. (laughs) I don't know anything. But then whatever he gets her to, he's like, I need the tape because otherwise they're going to put me back in jail. So she's like, okay, it's here or whatever. And, uh, but she's like, for some reason, she's very distrustful immediately yeah. of Michael Wong. Although she doesn't really have a reason to be. She doesn't really have it's a just reason. Just an instinct, to be. I guess. Women's yeah. intuition, something like that. Um, so as soon as they leave, she makes a call to, uh, to Shirley. Yeah. To say, I, he's in on it. He's in on it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you got to come over here. And then, of course, when Simon Yang gets downstairs, he gets in the car and then he like oh yeah he slams the his shit head out into of the fucking <laughs> head like into the front of the car the dash and the window and stuff and then calls uh calls those two american guys yeah to go come. over there and, and get her take her out um but cookie shows up and he actually like helps fight them off um who's in that fight it's just her and him no jackie no jackie chung gets away he gets away from simon yam He's like pulls the car. He wakes up. He like wakes up. Oh yeah, he, jumps, and he like out. jumps out of the car and rolls. And there's that cool sequence where he's like shooting at him. He's like hiding behind that little barrel and he jumps over the overpass and stuff and gets away. Um, all the action stuff and we haven't really been talking about all the set pieces, but there's a bunch sprinkled throughout the film, and they're all awesome. Like they're all really good. There's the one where they're going to arrest uh, the the mustache bad guy, 
And we didn't really talk about that, how Cookie sets that guy up so that he gets assassinated by, by the cops <laughs> in right. that scene. Yeah. Um, that's, there's a fun action sequence there before they arrest him where he's almost going to get away again. Mm-hmm. There's a moment where, like, I think Jackie Chung is, like, he's, like, over top on a roof of a boat, like, looking down at these guys about to shoot. And so then he, like, reaches down and, like, takes the guy's gun and, like, rolls over and stuff. There's just always, like, creative ways that they choreograph this all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, the director of this movie is Yuan Wu Ping, who uh, he directed many movies as well, but he's also kind of known for his fight choreography. Oh, okay. And like he did the choreography in like uh, I think the Matrix movies and like Kill Bill and stuff like that. Oh yeah, sweet. But also all these older you know, Hong Kong action films. Um, well, and so the thing about like these Hong Kong action movies and this time. Um, they don't pull away when there's the fight scenes. So even when the kicks and the punches don't necessarily land where they should look. They're not always perfect. They're not perfect. You still are like, because they're so consistent yeah. with how they shoot it, you are okay to let it go. You're quickly past that because you're on to the next Yeah, because you're thing. on to the next thing. And it just, it's part of the charm of it. Mm-hmm. too that it's it's just a it's a dance it's a choreography it's it's part of the scene and it's not like quick cuts too. right yeah cut like quick cut clo- cut in too close so you can't see what's really happening yeah it's like you get to see the whole thing you get to see the like i can't imagine how long it takes to actually choreograph all this stuff oh yeah no it, it must be insane because I'm, it's all like one shot too yeah, and it's like if you fuck it up, we're starting again, right? Yeah. Um, and that's why you have to have these guys who are actually good at doing these this stuff, right? Like your Donnie Yens. And, and Jackie Chung does some impressive stuff in this movie too. Um, but yeah, so when uh, we get back to him getting away from Simon Yam's character, doubles back to his girlfriend's apartment, and here that black guy is showing up and is trying to kill uh, Cookie and her and so they get in a big fight. It's pretty good. He's t- you know, he's getting tossed around through tables and shit mm-hmm. through the glass tables. Of course, <laughs> they of love course. that glass. Love that. Um, and I love Cookie. Like comes through and he like shoulder blocks the dude into like right into the wall where there's like uh, you know coat hooks, and the guy's head like goes in like, into one of the hooks and like blood splatters all over the wall and stuff. I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> they took him out. Now is that is that at Cookie's house? No, it's the girlfriend's apartment. They sent him Is over it? to to kill her, and uh, I can't remember why Cookie shows back up. I think he no. Should. I thought it was like they kill her, but then there's like a thing where they fight Cookie, and that's where he turns okay, the yeah. gas on. I'm get, yeah. You're right. I'm getting a little confused here because wait, is the gas thing in this movie? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it's... I think that's, two, two of them are confusing me now. I think that's movies. Cookie's Is cookie's this meant house? to be Cookie's house? You're right, because they kill her. They throw her out the window, and she fucking lands on the car down below. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she he, find, he finds out about it. like He sees a news report or whatever. Yeah. Uh, after he's escaped. But yeah, they, oh, they, that guy's sent... You're right. That guy is sent over to Cookie's house to assassinate Cookie, because like, he wants... Michael wants him out of the picture now too, like cleaning up all the loose ends kind of thing. Yeah. But that's when uh, Jackie goes over to cookie's house to confront cookie. Yeah. 
Um, and then he ends up saving him and Cookie helps him. And you have that, that <laughs> it's very comical, the, the fight where, you know, he turns on the gas. Yeah, they're breathing from the oxygen tank. And they're tank. breathing from the... <laughs> The scuba tank? Yeah, the scuba tank. They keep taking <laughs> turns to take a breath because the whole apartment is filled with gas, right? And he's got his face like held right up to where the gas is coming out and stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, fun fun stuff, though. <laughs> it's like a little comedic, but the, I definitely thought, you know, the second movie leans way more to comedy than this first yeah. one. This first one's mostly pretty serious. Now, um, at what point does Shirley start to get wise? I think Well, after she got the call, right? She got the call. So then she starts, I think, you know, thinking about it more and looking at it more um and what did the what happens with the videotape oh he got a hold of it again does he get rid of it he just trashes it or something yeah he trashes it and then there's a point where shirley says oh i have a copy Mm -hmm. and then he's like she confronts him and he's like you'll never prove anything blah 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 um so then she knows uh and then they get uh there's a drug deal gonna go down because we've seen a few scenes where michael is like making deals with these other American drug guys. Well, because it, it got to a point where the Americans are like, well, we had a deal. So you're either going to, so now he's starting to get pressure from yeah. the Americans of like, you got to hold up your end of the bargain. Like we've done enough for you. Mm-hmm. And then I think it gets to that final. Yeah. And he goes deal. to take them where the, the drugs are supposed to be in the back of a van or whatever. And he opens it up and there's only just like one packet left sitting there. And they're like, are you trying to fuck us around? Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, Jackie and Cookie are there and they're like, they're like, oh, we got you, you scum, you motherfucker. And <laughs> he's like, you don't have any evidence. And then they like open the trunk and they have all the, the drugs in their, in their car. Right. And then we get a pretty sweet fight scene on that's going on on two fronts there where like the drug dealer guys are fighting with Jackie mm-hmm. and Michael is pursuing Cookie. Uh, there's an awesome moment there where Michael like kicks him into like, there's like a railing and he's like, goes between the two middle bars yeah. and he's sitting there and then he like ki- drop kicks him like through it's, it's brutal first when he throws him into it, but he doesn't go through yeah. and then he drop kicks him like through the bars and it looks awesome. <laughs> uh, he's chasing him like into a building and stuff, uh, and beating on him. And then, meanwhile, Jackie's trying to fight off both of the drug dealers. There's a lot of fun stuff going on there, martial arts stuff, hand-to-hand stuff. And then, of course, you have the the woman uh, assassin or henchman of the American. Right, she got sent to to kill to kill Shirley. Yeah. So then there's like this this chase in the jeep or something. Ends up into like I don't know construction like a, site or yeah, something, yeah. whatever. And they're then, like fighting on top of those pipes and they get into like, <laughs> she gets tossed in the barbed wire. It's kind of funny. Like they climb on top of the pipes, they're fighting on the pipes. And then, um, you get that awesome, which I believe it happens in the second one too, but you, you get this awesome, uh, thing where when somebody's hanging off of a building or something, yeah. um, they're hanging there. Then the person comes over to kick them, to knock them, to make them fall. And then they do this thing where they they have so much flexibility. Yeah, they kick, they kick, they up. kick up. Yeah, and kick the person. Which is like, <laughs> I would never be able to do that <laughs> in a dead. lifetime. No, I'm not, I'm not even holding on. I'm not even going to be holding on that long. Right? There's a part two at the beginning when they're chasing that mustache drug guy, and he like knocks the one guy over the overpass of the bridge, yeah. and he's like hanging on with one arm, but he manages to like unload and like reload his gun with oh, one man, hand that is so sexy yeah, that how he does sweet. that 
<laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah, he puts the gun in between the like. Yeah, his like calf and the, his. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his calf and thigh, and there's like, psh, you know, ejects it and then puts a new clip oh, man, in. That's and, so good. Yeah. Then so when the guy leans over, he like takes a shot at him. Uh, yeah, just really fun stuff. Yeah. But yeah, she gets thrown in the barbed wire on those tires, and then like, she gets starting to get dragged, but then she manages to like wrap it around the woman's throat. And that was, yeah. that was a good, that was a good death. death yeah. Um, at first when we got a glimpse of that woman, I was like, Oh, is that fucking Cynthia Rothrock? That's what I thought at first, but then no, it's nobody. It's nobody. And no. she's not even the one who's doing like the fight sequences. It's obviously yeah. like a stunt guy in a wig or whatever. But, uh, so I'm not even sure. There must, I wonder if there was more to do with that character. Cause she's like, you know how in every movie the bad guy has a few sort of henchmen that are recognizable. Um, but she just only kind of gets to do that one scene. But it was a fun scene. I do find it sometimes with Hong Kong movies, though. They have these awesome characters that you kind of see and they only get like one scene. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm even thinking of Double Impact, the Van Damme movie, where there was all these cool henchmen, but it didn't really ever explain any of them there was like the guy with the spurs right and then there was like you know the long-haired dude and the the muscly woman and all this stuff and it's like oh he's got all these but there's no scenes there's to no like scenes build them up in any they way they just really. look cool in yeah. the background they're just cool characters <laughs> cool fighters um yeah and so then how does the fight play out oh yeah so it beats the living shit out of cookie right and yeah. then all the cops show up and uh, he, he's like, tries to be like, oh, I'm the drug inspector. Arrest these people. They're all involved in this. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, it wasn't. It was you. He's like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> and he like <laughs> backhands her and stuff. There's a lot of people getting in these two movies getting called bitch and getting slapped around. Oh, yeah. The dubbing is pretty hilarious. Oh, yeah. We watched dub versions, which is too bad because I feel like with these movies, I'd rather watch subtitle for sure. Well, well, Even though the subtitles are often like you know not exactly yeah. accurate but but the dubbing is like it's definitely there's points in the movie where it's like okay obviously whoever did the dubbing kind of took liberty with <laughs> right. what was actually said because i don't think they really talk this way <laughs> right. so yeah, of course. it's like oh well we gotta we're make dubbing it more it. american yeah we're dubbing right. it for americans so we gotta make it you know mm. you bitch and yeah. this and that <laughs> yeah exactly Shut up, bitch. <laughs> uh, what are the hangers say to the face? Yeah. <laughs> Slap. Um, and then the the old cop, you know, the, the boss, the commissioner, whoever, whatever he is that we've seen in a few scenes through the movie. Yeah. Michael kept going to him and being like, oh, I'll handle this. I'll handle this. And he tells him again. He's like, oh, I'll handle this. You just go home. And he's like, we have enough evidence to arrest you, Michael. I'm like, they do? I thought he destroyed the videotape, <laughs> but they're like, I guess because Cookie will turn evidence now. He's, well, he's, he's had a change testify. of heart. Yeah, he know. said he was going to testify. He'll testify. Um, yeah, I guess. I yeah. guess because he killed and his sh- partner. Whatever Shirley has told him, I suppose. But uh, yeah, so it all works out for the for the heroes. But uh, it's a good fucking time. I had a really good time with this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, I don't know if you want to do Do you want to rate this one now Or do you want to wait to the end And rate both of them No we'll wait to the end Okay Yeah So anyway I had a lot of fun Yeah Really killer action I don't know if anything ever Lived up to the opening set piece Because that was just so impressive But there's tons of fun action in the movie Yeah Uh, All right. so we got then uh, Tiger Cage 2 So this is uh, two years later 
Yeah. Uh, an ex-cop and divorce lawyer team up with... Already that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an ex-cop and divorce lawyer team up with a gangster to clear their names after getting involved in a dirty money scheme led by a vicious money launderer who plans to expand his business and wipe out anyone who wants to stand in his way. Yeah. So, a little more convoluted. Yeah, this one's a little more complex. Uh, a little bit took me a little bit longer to be like what the fuck's going on here. Uh, we got a couple returning actors from the first movie, although like we said they play different people in this. Yeah. Donnie Yen is back, but this time he's the main character along with uh Rosamund Kwan playing Mandy. And then Carol Chang shows up, but like she gets murdered in like one of the first scenes she's in. Yeah. She gets stabbed to death. So I was like, why did they bring her back to do that? But she wasn't supposed to be the same person or anything either in this movie. Maybe just uh, name recognition. Yeah. Or to get, yeah, get fans of the first movie to be like, oh, okay, Donnie Yen and Carol Chang are both back in Tiger Cage 2. Let's go uh, check that out. Yeah. Um, and then we get Cynthia Khan in this as a, she's like a cop that's investigating everything that's going on, but but she doesn't have a lot of scenes. Yeah. Um, she would later go on to star in In the Line of Duty 3, 4, and 5, which are the follow-ups to Royal Warriors and Yes, Madam. Oh, okay. So she's like the main character in those three movies afterwards. But, um, but we don't see a lot of her in this. She just kind of pokes her head in every once in a while. She does get a cool fight scene later. Yeah. So basically what we got is we got um, some lawyer at a firm. Um, it has some kind of dealing with uh, Americans because of um, international law, whatever. In Hong Kong, you can bring money in and then funnel it back to America without any legal issues whatsoever. The lawyer has some kind of deal with these Americans to launder this money and what I gather is the lawyer decides to rob himself kind of, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it goes wrong and there's a, this whole sequence at the lawyer office in the elevator. and whatnot. Yeah. And once again, the movie starts out with a pretty great action set piece. Um, yeah. first we see Donnie Yen is getting a divorce. <laughs> yeah. He's an ex cop. And I don't know how things work there at that point but it's apparently they just sit in front of this one woman who's just like she's the lawyer uh you know mandy chang in this movie yeah she tells them like okay you're divorced now here's how the assets are split kind of thing well she does say that the court has decided right she's just like administering yeah the verdict or whatever yeah donnie Yen is like pissed off <laughs> he's like oh she, you know she, she's like you don't even work he's like well, you wouldn't let me be a cop or whatever because yeah. so if we know he was a cop right off and the she's bat. repulsed like the lawyers repulsed by him yeah even more so shortly yeah after <laughs> uh to a ridiculous level um so then there's this big action scene donnie yen sees one of the guys trying to get away with the money that's a cool moment those guys that try to assassinate them in the elevator. Yeah. And like they use the, their briefcases kind of like to block the bullets, sort of. Some of them get through kind of. Mm -hmm. The one dude dives out of the elevator with his briefcase while they're shooting at him uh, head on. I thought that looked pretty cool. Um, and then one of them go, gets away kind of with the money. We're not sure what happened to the money. And that's kind of the whole question of the movie. Yeah, is like where, where's the money? Where is it? Um, 
and then Donnie Yen sees this happening and he gets kind of involved and he starts fighting the guys like as they're trying to escape in the parking garage and stuff. There's some pretty sweet stuff there. Um, some shootout stuff. This movie, I felt like leaned more towards the hand to hand stuff, like more Kung Fu in this movie than the first one. Right. A little less sh- shootouts, a little less gunplay in this part. Yeah. Um, although there's a bunch of gun stuff towards the end too. Um, there is a lot more hand to hand and even you get the, um, is this, so after all that happens, does he go, he goes to the lawyer's house? I can't remember. Well, he's in the back of the ambulance with the lawyer cause she was oh, there and yeah. she got shot at. And she's and like, she's, I can't even look at him. Yeah. She's like, this, he was there. He's one of them. And so like his buddy is the cop that's in the ambulance. Knocks with him, him out. Knocks him out. Cause he's like, <laughs> he's like, what did you say, bitch? He's like threatening to like yeah. punch her. He's like, I should fucking knock you out and stuff. <laughs> like the dubbing is so funny. Like Donnie uh, Yen's voice in this, especially, I thought was funny because it just doesn't match him at all. Right. No, whoever did the dub. Um, <laughs> but he's like super pissed, which he should be because she's like, she's like, no, I'm sure of it. He's one of them. <laughs> and the guy's like, hey, now, like, take your time. Like, you want to be sure about this? And she's like, no, I'm positive. He's he's one of the criminals. And then, so this is where we get into the sort of comedic contrivance of this movie, which is that they're like an odd couple who get stuck together. Yeah. Um, she thinks he's a criminal at first. He, you know, is being driven crazy by her because not only did he just kind of divorce him and his wife, now she's handcuffed to him and giving him a lot of grief. Yeah. Well, so what happens is, is the, what's the main lawyer, like the top? Um, bad guy well we have uncle chu who's kind of in charge of everything but he's just a background character yeah um david no david is like the lawyer who's kind of on their side and then there's wise played by robin shu wise chow he's the bad he's the bad lawyer who's orchestrated all this stuff wise okay so by the way just want to quick say he's the guy who plays Liu kang in the mortal kombat live action movie from the 90s oh okay (laughs) so wise he he says, okay, you need to go get the girl because yeah. like she knows where the money is. Right. Um, so at the hospital, because the buddy cop knocked out uh, Donnie Yang, Dr- is it Dragon Yo? Is it, what's his name in the movie? Yeah, Dragon Yo. Okay. Yeah, Dragon. Um, he knocks him out, so they put him on the stretcher. Right. So they bring him in because they these henchmen that are there to collect the girl accidentally collect him. Mm -hmm. And then they find out, Oh, we got the wrong person. So they dump him outside the hospital. And then he kind of wakes up a little later (laughs) to go to the hospital to see, um, that female lawyer be picked up by somebody. Yeah. She's getting abducted to bring her back to her house. And then he ends up, knocking on the door and going in and being like hey what is this you're like trying to frame (laughs) me right and that's when they've found like this other woman murdered yeah this other woman she picks up the knife and is like oh no and then the cops show up at that moment you know like cynthia khan is like what the hell is you're under arrest for suspicion of murder um and And she's like no i just happened (laughs) 
<laughs> so then they take off and they're like on the lamb together. Yeah. And it's like that's the comedy setup. Because there were, actually was an assassin there that was in a helmet. You don't know who it is. Right. A motorcycle helmet shows up, takes some shots at them. We find out who it is later. Shoulder, right. Um, Which is fun, a funny yeah. sequence later. Yeah. <laughs> Which comes back quite a bit later. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. I forgot all about that motorcycle assassin. Um, now, I got to say, the comedy part doesn't really work great for me in this movie. Not really. It's kind of more irritating than it is funny. Well... And maybe it's because we I had just watched the first movie, and that has a different tone. Like, yes, they're both Hong Kong action movies. They're both about cops and criminals and whatever, all this money getting stolen and lawyers and whatever. But tone-wise, they're pretty different. Like, the first one is, is more serious, and this one is more like, let's get goofy with it. I, I like it to some degree, but it just... It kind of starts to affect the movie when there's too much of it. Yeah, and there is a lot of it. There's a lot of it. Like, the first part of it is really dragged down by it, I feel like. I do kind of like the idea of when they're handcuffed and he's, like, you know, hauling her around. And then absolutely every single person they encounter knows Kung Fu. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, like, even fights the, them. Even the lawyer guy who is sent to find them that they fight off at first and they're running from him in those tunnels... And oh yeah, we had that funny sequence where she knocks him out. She's supposed to knock the lawyer out, yeah, right. David, but she knocks out the other guy with the plant, the plant pot. And she's got them on that cart, and they start going downhill. Downhill. And and then, <laughs> I mean, that was kind of fun. Um, some of that kind of, I guess they're trying to bring in some Jackie Chan flavor or something to it at that point. And that's kind of what I got is it, it's trying to be a little Jackie Chan, right? Yeah, it's just kind of threw me a little bit because it's a different movie. Um, it's the same director. It's the same. It's right. a sequels, you know, of sorts to the first movie. So it's just it was it threw me off a little bit. So I do like in that sequence before they get on the cart, uh, some guy comes up and says, "Hey, what are you doing? Leave her alone." Gets into a fight. Yeah. Then they leave him hanging on the <laughs> yeah. railing yeah. over an overpass. Over an overpass. She's like. Wait, we should we should help him. He's, he's like, like screw he's like, him. Screw him. <laughs> Which is hilarious to me. Also, in the dub, there were some random fucks peppered in throughout this movie. Which that were, I found so odd. It was really weird. Like it did not feel like it belong. They belonged in the movie. No, because these kind of movies, they never swear like they that. don't swear like that. Uh, but it was kind of funny when they did in this movie because yeah. it was always like what. <laughs> he's like, she's like at one point she's like, what did she tell him? She's like you can get fucked or something like that. And yeah, I'm like, what? She would never say that. <laughs> she would never say that. <laughs> Just weird shit like that. But, um, but um, after the cart sequence, that's when you get the bus sequence. Oh yeah. So we go in the tunnels, but then up onto the bus when they, on the, it's one of those like open roof buses, like tourist yeah, buses. Double decker buses. Yeah. And there's a nice fight on the roof of that. That's pretty sweet. And they're hanging off the sides and falling off of it and all that stuff. Well, and you had one of the henchmen get thrown off the bus onto a car. Um, and yeah, completely yeah. destroy in traffic the, too. Yeah, and it's awesome. Uh, and again, then like you're saying, everyone knows Kung Fu. David is a fucking American lawyer. I mean, yes, he's Asian, but he knows Kung Fu too. <laughs> like he's pretty good. <laughs> but like, it's just in a weird way. Like it just, I love it because I mean, it's a Hong Kong it's action the world. movie. That's the world. These movies. That's just like, I don't know what kind, like, that just seems like a magical world to live in, <laughs> yeah. right? So... Kung Fu fight can break out at any moment. So imagine, 
so and it's kind of like a, a trope or like they use it as a as like comedy relief like if a, an american movie had like a bunch of asian characters they and they had them do kung fu or not be able to do kung fu mm. they'd be like what you think we all know kung fu <laughs> and it's like based on these movies yes yes this is what i <laughs> this is my only knowledge yeah. <laughs> that i have to go on right it's just like common thing like in school that's what you learn you learn and of kung course fu. and of course the bad guy wise chow is also a lawyer and he's also like a fucking badass i know right? So, I mean, it wouldn't be funny if he wasn't, so uh, you got to have it. But So, David, we learn he's not really a bad guy. He's a criminal, but he's like, I don't, I'm not going to kill you guys. I just, wanna, I just want the money. Like, I just want to know where the money is. Well, he's like, you know, we don't do anything illegal. Like, yeah. technically, like, we technically don't. Technically, this is legal. This yeah. is all legal, right? And so, you know, he that's how he justifies it, I guess. <laughs> but... <laughs> I guess so. But yeah, I mean, so after the bus, like, what do you get? Well, uh, we get more stuff with Wise telling David, oh, you got to you have to find them now. We can't like let them go. Uh, we need to know where that money is. There's a scenes where he they get he gets a hold of them. He captures them and he's like torturing dragon. He's got him like tied to an exercise bike and he, he's making her, they're forcing her to like pedal it so that it's like rubbing his stomach. Oh yeah. And he's like, this is like a massage. And they just keep drilling them like, where's the money? Where's the money? And they're like, we don't know like where the money is. And they don't, right? Like they never yeah, they saw no what idea. happened to it. Um, you know, their relationships can stuff continues, but then of course, you know, the inevitable, he starts, falling for her he starts liking her even though she's just so no fucking annoying in this movie yeah but so does the american and so does the american guy so there's a bit of that love triangle kind of thing there's a stupid scene where the lawyer david and her end up in at a hotel room together she was unconscious and she wakes up naked in bed he's like has undressed why would you undress somebody to put them in the bed okay that whole sequence i could definitely do oh my god and he comes out in the towel and then it falls off and she sees and stuff and she's like i didn't see and he's like oh well here (laughs) she's like no (laughs) it's just this weird you know they're just trying to this like awkward comedy well there's this whole insinuation um even with dragon where it's like oh well did you guys sleep together yeah he wants to know did you fuck (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm not going to tell you. Why don't you ask her? Yeah, he keeps thing. telling him, ask her, ask her. But then they get this. So they're going to team up. The, th- the three of them are teaming up and they're going to find the money. And then they're like, oh, I know where the money is. Yeah, they figure she figures it out. She figures it out. Um, but in between, of course, again, much like the first movie, there's a bunch of action stuff in this movie peppered throughout chases and fights. There's a really cool moment where Donnie Yen is fighting some guys in an alley that are chasing him and he does like a jump, a double jump kick, you know, the, the classic like jump up, kick one dude with one foot and spin and kick the other dude with the other foot kind of yeah. thing. That's always fun to see. Actually, he does a triple one later in the movie too. Uh, he hides in that cabbage barrel. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> and he just stinks. The, just... Cab, the cab won't give him a ride. Yeah. Uh, we do get that 
that part where it's the throwback to the motorcycle helmet where the detective right. pieces it together. The secretary of the lawyer, right. she, she sees the wound on the shoulder. And so the detective goes to her house. And Confronts then they, her. you have like a little bit of a, a fight in there. A fight there. A, a table toss in that scene. A table too. toss. Uh, you get the uh, stovetop lights on fire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's a kind of a scene. Fun it's kind of the scene. only thing Cynthia Khan really gets to do in this movie. Yeah, I guess she didn't really break out until later, but uh, so this is maybe one of her earlier roles. But um, yeah, there's just tons of that good action stuff in here. This one just for me is dragged down a little bit by all this comedy stuff, which there's a lot of it. Yeah, all that stuff in the middle, and then you get this. This whole, okay, so after they find the money, they're, like, celebrating. Right. It's in the elevator shaft, they figure out. Yeah. Now, when they go in to get that money out of the elevator, I was like, oh, there's going to be an awesome fight in the elevator shaft where they're, like, having to go move on the elevator and jump off and hang on to this, you know. I thought that's what we were going to get there. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Not at all. They just get the money. Yeah. So... So then you, they get the money and then they have a uh, celebration. Right. They get fucking pla- like plastered. Yeah. Donnie Yen gets wasted. <laughs> He's so drunk. Um, and then you have that American, the American lawyer. He goes back to... Uh, uncle what's yeah, he's gonna name? go he's gonna go turn in wise chow to, un- to uncle chu or whatever his name is yeah and then he's like look see i got the i got the money and this is what happened and uncle like you need to trust me and <laughs> and uh of course he turns the chair around and he's like yeah well yeah. he's kind of dead he's fucking dead bud <laughs> <laughs> so then you get actually that's when you get uh donnie yen comes back to rescue him in there and lights the place on fire yeah that that part was kind of weird to me i thought like oh uh david's gonna get killed and then they'll have to show up they'll later and and attack the guy but but no he just shows up they just show up right then and they're like they've got all this yeah they just start throwing fucking fire bombs around the place and lighting shit on fire i mean i do like how david and wise are are fighting yeah it's a it's a pretty hard hitting fight and too. then the americans are like oh sweet let's fight just let's just watch and it's the same black guy it's from the first movie yeah which i love <laughs> i forgot there's also that white guy who likes playing with the the katana sword throughout the movie is there too the yeah. two henchmen um, so they have a, like a pretty decent fight. Yeah, good fight. Although Robin Shu's character Wise is getting the upper hand. Uh, he's he's like a real badass. He's beating the shit out of yeah. David. And then Donnie Yen just shows up, starting throwing <laughs> Molotov cocktails, yeah. just lighting everything on fire. <laughs> um, now remind me how things play out with David here. Does he live or die? He lives. So they rescue him, and then they come up with this plan. Where they go to where the deal, there's some deal yeah, there's that's going to still happen. another deal going down. Um, and then they show up in this Oh, that's van, right. They pop out of the top. And they pop out of the and top. And holy shit, are they unloading those handguns oh, yeah. at a rate of fire that I'm not even sure is possible without jamming those I things. know. <laughs> it looks awesome, though. It looks awesome. They just blow those guys away. And this is the first time we really get squibs in this movie. It's like yeah. at the end, like the last real big set piece of the movie. And so then you get um, you get the fight with uh, the black guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Donnie Yen fights him. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what happens to David and... I'm trying to remember there because for some reason I thought... 
David got killed, and I don't know why I have that in my head, but um, because Donian fights also the guy with the sword, he like ends up pulling out the yeah, sword. Yeah, but what happens to Wei's Chow? Well, he's at the end. It ends up being uh, Dragon and her taking him on, and she's like cracking him over the head with a pipe and stuff. Um, but only after he's fought the guy with the katana sword, they have a pretty sweet sword fight where they're like slicing and dicing each other. Yes. So they have an awesome sword fight, which is in like a video game. Yeah, total video game stage with the fence in the background and everything. And a fan going. The way that it's all set up, like it looks like that, even though this is like pre Street Fighter or any of that stuff. Yeah, it just looks hilarious. Mortal Kombat, which of course, like I said, he goes on to be the bad guy from this, goes on to be Liu Kang in the Mortal Kombat movies, as well as, uh, Chris Farley's buddy in Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh, okay. That. Yeah, I remember that. It's so funny because in this, he's like super evil. Right. Um, and then he's like a total baby face in those movies. But yeah, so uh, I don't remember how we get from like each of this, how each of these play out exactly. How does this sword fight end? He like, Okay, with the black guy, he kicks him onto like a spiked piece of wood that's sticking up out of the ground. Yeah. They have a good fight. Then there's a good, the sword fight's awesome. Can't remember how he wins that exactly though. I think he just like stabs him in the chest. Well, they had both at one point like stabbed each other, like him in the shoulder and him like in the stomach. And then he kind of like maybe spins out of that and chops him or something. I can't remember exactly. I can't remember. Sorry, guys. You know, it's two back to back. Two back to back. Hong Kong action <laughs> films. Uh, watched them both back. I watched them back, both back to back and now talking about them back to back. Um, but anyway, whichever the case, he comes out victorious. Yeah. But I think. Doesn't David get like super? Doesn't he kill David in that scene? He's like smashing him on the ground over and over and over and over. And I think he's supposed to be dead. He does die because I think it's. Uh, That's right. He dies because he tells them like, oh, he has like a kind of farewell speech to them or whatever before he dies. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that like they're holding him. Right. And he's like, oh, we're gonna let's start a business together. He says or something like <laughs> let's, that. Let's let's start a joint we'll start venture a together. Joint, and he does. He says that. To, he yeah. pitches that to her. Like we're both lawyers. Let's start a new. <laughs> let's hang up our shingles. Hang out our shingles. It's together. so it's so weird. It's like that's his his death speech because <laughs> he's a lawyer. So that's what he would want to talk about before he dies, I guess. Uh, let's go to the business factory and start a business. Um, the final fight's a little bit weird because like dragon is, is fighting him. And of course the other guy is still more of a badass, So he's kind of winning, but she like jumps off the top of that crate and like clobbers him over the head with a steel, a big steel pipe. And that kills him. And that's kind of like, it's kind of like a bit of an anticlimactic end to right. the fight. Yeah. He's just dead. Like, that's it. He doesn't pop up again or anything. That actually reminds me of, so, like, earlier in the movie when they're trying to escape and they're handcuffed together, they jump off of a second-store balcony at one point. And the way that they land, probably because they're handcuffed together, is Donnie and Yan uh, lands, like, somewhat normal. Yeah. Like, um, he still falls to the ground. But her character like smacks her face right into her knees Oof. like and i rewound to see if it was a stuntman or not it it was a female okay. so yeah but it for sure that would have knocked Oof. them out there's a moment too in the movie where she's getting dragged by a bad guy and then she kind of like gets out of his grip and stumbles forward and like goes face first into a like a light post lamp post right. <laughs> looks pretty brutal yeah 
the other thing in that sword fight at the end, the American villain, he uses his ponytail to whip oh, him, yeah, in he whips him in the eyes. Oh, him in the eyes. It's like a Van Damme thing or something. Oh, uh, it's so awesome. And he's like, oh, like I can't see. Oh. <laughs> 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 like that would be such a devastating blow to take yeah. to the face. Uh, I mean, it might disorient you for a second, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> like it's like it really hurts him or something. Yeah, so good. Um, but yeah, so this one is definitely fun, definitely worth watching. Like, if you love Hong Kong action movies, you should definitely seek it out. Yeah. Did I like it as much as the first movie? I personally didn't like it quite as much, which is funny because you had you had pitched we're gonna watch Tiger Cage two. Yeah. And you said to me, uh, "You're gonna are you gonna watch Tiger Cage one?" And I was like, "Yeah, I, I have them both, so I'm gonna watch both of them." <laughs> and you're like, "Okay, well, let me watch it too then, because I don't want this to be another yes, madam, yeah, exactly situation." Where and you, it totally would have been. And it would have been. It absolutely would have been. Uh, yeah. Well, the only reason why I picked Tiger Cage two is because I was looking at a list of like best Hong Kong action movies, and like this was higher yeah. up. Yeah, than yeah. Tiger Cage, and uh, I think even on IMDb, it was uh, it had a slightly higher score. So I'm not sure why, but well, and the other thing is, if I had, if say I had watched that movie, the first one, and then like a week had gone by and I watched this one, I might not have been as not that I'm being hard on this movie because I liked it, but. I might have appreciated the comedy a little bit more. I just wasn't like in the headspace for it. I wasn't ready for it. And maybe it's just because Donnie Yen is more in the second one yeah. than in the first one. Oh, that's true. One. And he's very popular, right? So, so, um, and he does get to do awesome shit. And like in that final fight, there's the moment where he jumps up, he kicks the two henchmen, one leg, one leg, and then other leg back to the main guy in the face so yeah. he kicks all three of them in the one jump yeah that's pretty sweet that's pretty sweet uh there's and there's plenty of great action stuff in these movies so like even if the comedy stuff isn't your thing i still think tiger cage 2 is definitely worth checking out oh yeah i think the action sequences alone are worth watching mm-hmm. and yeah i mean some of the dubbing's not great and the comedy stuff doesn't isn't really working that well but still like you said i think if they went a little more light-handed with it like it's pretty on the nose yeah and there's a bunch of it and you kind of get it in short order when he's just like when they're eating the noodles oh yeah and she like it's hot and she spits the noodles all over his face and like all this you just but you're getting like one thing after another after another of that stuff and it's like okay let's let's chill out a little (laughs) bit on this well, it's because, like, Donnie Yen, I'm not, like, I don't think he's known for his comedy movies. No, not not really. Like, he's not a Jackie right. Chan kind of so, guy. Not that, I'm not saying he's never done anything comedic, but I think people don't think of him that way. They think of yeah. him as a more serious martial arts action guy. All right, well, why don't we get to the ratings? Why don't we start with Tiger Cage 1? Yeah, let's... Dustin, what do you got? Uh, well, for plot, I had five. Nothing wrong with the plot, but it's not particularly interesting. It's a very standard boilerplate kind of crime plot that we've seen a lot. Um, action, I had nine. It's fucking great. Pacing, I had an eight. Thought it was pretty well paced, the first one especially. Uh, quotes and tropes, I threw a six, mostly for tropes more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And then overall reaction was eight, so my score ends up as a 7.2. And I'm almost identical to yours. The only difference I have is pacing. I have at a seven instead of an eight. Mm. 
Um, so that gives me an overall score of seven, which combined is overall score a 7.1. Nice. So do we want to see where this ends up first? Yeah, let's. Okay, let's so 7.1. So that is a tie at 56 with Shogun Assassin, Kung Fu Hustle, Ooh. The Driver, mm-hmm. Die Hard with a Vengeance, Fist of Legend, Ooh. and Snowpiercer. Damn, speaking of Fist of Legend, that's that's choreographed by you and Wu Ping as well. Oh, okay. Uh, and Snowpiercer. Okay, so uh, back to the top of the list again there, the first couple. So we got Shogun Assassin. Yeah. Kung Fu Hustle. Mm-hmm. The Driver. The Driver, man, that's a good movie. Die too. Hard with a Vengeance. Fist of Legend and Snowpiercer. Man, that's actually really tough for me. My initial instinct was to say... Before Die Hard with a Vengeance, but I got a lot of love for Die Hard with a Vengeance too. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to put it behind Kung Fu Hustle. That's where I would put it. So in front of the driver. Oh, in front of the driver even. Mm -hmm. That was such different movies. I really like the driver a lot, especially the second time I saw it, which is when we reviewed it. I think I'm going to have to watch it again, but like, I don't Mm -hmm. think I like it as much as you would like it. It's a lot of like style and yeah, stylish. Um, but, you know, obviously the inspiration for Drive in a big way. But it's funny that we're kind of getting these kung fu. A couple of these kung fu ones close together here. I also really love Fist of Legend. It's actually one of my favorite martial arts movies ever. Um, so for me, I would put it after Fist of Legend before Snowpiercer. Snow, before Snowpiercer. So that's kind of where does that? So that's where you want to put it. Okay. So then that means. We have to decide, is it going to go ahead of Die Hard with a Vengeance or behind Die Hard with a Vengeance? I'd say let's flip a coin, but who has a coin on them these days? <laughs> I mean, I'm okay either way. Like, we can go y- your way, so it would go ahead, like, Hold ahead on. of Fist Hold of on. Legend. We're, we're going to do this. We're going to do this totally fair. I've got a, I've got a wheel picker thing on my... Actually, you know what? Let me see. Uh, yeah, so... Because if we split the difference, it, it's tied exactly with Die Hard with a Vengeance. Okay, so I'll put it in here. Before or after. I'm going to put it into a wheel spinner app. And we're going to go right here. Here we go. Ready? Spin, baby. It's rigged. It's going. It's <laughs> spinning. It's spinning. What's okay. it going to be? Is it going to be before Die Hard with a Vengeance or after? It's going to be before Die Hard with a Vengeance. Right. And that's why people listen, you know, <laughs> to put it up to they chance. They want to know what, ch- what chance <laughs> will decide. <laughs> well, it's just too hard to decide, you know, sometimes. But I know. And also, does it really fucking matter? No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Especially uh, either way, you should watch this fucking movie because it's a hell of a good time. All right. So then that makes it uh, our new number 59. Nice. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty high. It is. Okay, so Tiger Cage 2, we ready? Yep. All right, so plot, again, I kept it at a five. This one has a more uh, interesting plot than the first movie, but, you know, all that comedic stuff kind of drags it down a bit for me. So it's still at a five. Action's an eight, just one notch below the first movie. I don't know if that's fair or not, because the action in this is pretty awesome too, but I don't think anything lived up to that opening set piece of the first movie for me. Uh, eight still nice and high. I got eight at a pacing, uh, five for quotes and tropes and a seven 
uh, score, so or seven reactions, so my score is a 6.6. And I got the same score, except for my ratings are a little bit different. So I got plot five, action kills nine, same as the first one. Um, they're just different. Um, obviously, the first one had like larger more, set pieces. More gunplay, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, pacing six, quotes and tropes six, uh, reaction seven. So 6.6. So we got our overall score is 6.6, which means... It's going to be a big old tie, isn't it? Uh, we got a tie at 92 with Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, uh, Project Wolf Hunting, mm. and Deliver Us from Evil, and That's The cool. Man from Nowhere. Whoa, okay. So more Asian cinema in here, but this is Korean. These other those are two Korean movies. Yeah. That we're going up against here. Hmm. Well, I liked Deliver Us from Evil and Man from Nowhere, but both were a little more story heavy than action heavy. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably put this before both of those. What were the other ones at the top again? So Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Yeah, I can't put this ahead of Temple of Doom. Uh, Project Wolf Hunting. Project Wolf Hunting, pretty fun, super gory. That's the gory on his ship. Yeah. Yeah. With the monster guy. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably put this after that, before okay. the other ones, I guess. Yeah, I'm kind of like... Those other uh, Kore- those Korean movies were really good, as I recall. Yeah, they're good. Better plots than either of these movies. Definitely. Um, good action, but it was more sporadic, I feel like, in, the, in both yeah. of those films. Yeah. Okay, so in between Project Wolf Hunting and Deliver Us from Evil, so that's new number 94. That was three Korean movies in a row. Project Wolf Hunting, Deliver Us from Evil, and Man from Nowhere were all Korean films. Yeah. We tend to do this. Somehow? Somehow. (laughs) Um, Bizarre. It's very bizarre. Well, we got a Hong Kong movie interjecting in between them, so there you go. (laughs) So fuck you. (laughs) Um, all right. Well, new number what? All right. So new number 94. 94. Okay. Still in the top 100. How do you like them apples? Yeah. So that's 94 out of our list is now at 245. Ooh, we're getting close to the two, 250. 250. Wow. Getting up there. Well, we got a couple of special things coming up then. 300th episode, 250th yeah. action film on the list. Yeah. So might have to think of some, uh, some fun stuff to do. I'll let you think of it because I'm <laughs> I can't think of anything. Okay. I'm not a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. Uh all right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh really appreciate it. And you can find us on Instagram at Action Action Podcast. Our list lives on Letterboxd at Action Action. And uh you can also find us on Patreon on uh, Action Action Podcast. And yeah, you can become a patreon follower you can get access uh to over 200 episodes that are only available on patreon our um our back catalog our first 200 episodes and uh you know if you join at the top tier you can make us pick a movie and uh you know it's just dead red dawn for ryan yeah gotta figure out who's our next patreon we gotta figure out what the next one will be yeah definitely but uh appreciate you listening and we'll catch you next week
Let's go.